We are going through the season of Easter. This is the third Sunday of Easter, and the whole season will go up to this uh, Pentecost Sunday that this year is going to fall on the last day of May, May 31st, the last day of our quarantine for now. So the whole season of Easter, we are going to be confined to our homes. We are going to stay home for the sake of all other people, for the sake of humanity, basically, and ourselves. This season, this, this third Sunday of Easter, we hear a very famous story, the story of the disciples of Emmaus. That's in chapter 24 of the Gospel of Luke, the last chapter of Luke. So Luke has 24 chapters. Uh, and this story, this whole chapter 24, that tells the story of the resurrection of Jesus and what happened afterwards, uh, the whole chapter, the whole story happens in one day, the day of the resurrection of the Lord. That's how St. Luke put it in his gospel. Everything happens in one day. So we have Jesus who is risen in the early morning, the women who come to the tomb, the, the disciples who come to the tomb, the story of the disciples of Emmaus, and later when Jesus appears to them and commissions them, the whole thing happens in one day. But here we have the story of these two disciples, one who is named Clopas and the other who is not named. Some people might say that, uh, well, might be the wife of Clopas. That's another disciple, that's a possibility. Or maybe uh, it's like John, the Gospel of John, who always has an unnamed disciple. So all of us are able to put ourselves in that place. That can be another option. So we have these two disciples walking away from Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the place of the crucifixion, a place of great pain, but it was also a place of great hope because it was also the place where Jesus was risen from the dead. They were walking away from Jerusalem and they were totally disappointed. They were frustrated. They were very sad because all their hopes, their dreams had been completely destroyed. Their hope that Jesus was going to be the savior of the world was destroyed because Jesus was on the cross and he died. That's what they knew at that moment. That's what they had. That was their certainty. So they are totally frustrated. They are disappointed. They are very sad. When I was preparing this homily, I was thinking of the many people who are disappointed today, especially those who have to uh, reschedule so many plans. I was working with some couples for the weddings that were going to happen in May and June. And imagine them uh, walking the whole year or more than a year preparing their wedding. And now they have to reschedule, postpone. Well, that's a little frustrating. That's a little disappointing. All the kids who have to postpone their graduation or even they have to have graduation through live streaming. That didn't happen with most of us. We were with our classmates there. 
right? So there is, there is disappointment, there is frustration. The disciples were totally frustrated, but Jesus comes to accompany them. Jesus comes and just walks with them. That's what Jesus is doing today. Many people ask, where is God in all this situation? Has God abandoned us? But Jesus comes and walks with them, and Jesus walks with us. And then what happens is something that we see every Sunday in church. What happens is there is a liturgy. If you see what happens at Mass, we first read the Bible, we read the Scriptures, someone tries at least to explain to us the Scriptures, and then we have a meal. There is the breaking of the bread. And that's what happens today in the Gospel. Jesus approaches them, He explains to them the Scriptures, He explains to them, beginning with Moses and the prophets, and then He ends up with the life of Jesus and how He was going to be the Savior of the world. So the first part is that liturgy of the Word. He explains the Scriptures. And later, when it's evening, when the day is almost gone, Jesus stays with them because the disciples have found something that is moving their hearts, something that is moving, something that is burning within themselves by hearing the Scriptures explained, by hearing all the prophecies and the way Jesus is explaining to them the sacred Scriptures. They don't want Him to go away. They want Him to stay. Stay with us, Lord, because the day is almost gone. Darkness is coming to our lives. Darkness is coming. We want you to stay with us. And then, when they recline at the table, Jesus does this gesture that recalls our celebration of the Eucharist, that recalls the Last Supper and the way Jesus did it. He gave thanks, He broke the bread, and He gave it to them. That's what we do at Mass. That's the liturgy of the Eucharist. And then their eyes are open. They are able to recognize that this is Jesus, that this is the Savior of the world, that He is risen. What happens then? They talk to each other. They say to each other how their hearts were burning when Jesus was speaking to them. If you realize, they are saying this about their past. They were feeling it while Jesus spoke, but they didn't know about that. They have to tell to each other what was happening. Our hearts were burning. They were so full of joy and hope at that moment. That brings to my mind several moments when we have that hope, when we feel that something burning within our hearts. One of those images that come to mind happened, I think it was on Thursday or Friday. Maybe some of you watched a video where this new player for the Bears, Cole Kemet, I think is his name, he was talking to Coach Nagy in the, on the phone. 
And this guy was so happy. He was moving around. He was doing this. He was so excited. He was saying, yes, let's do it. The whole family was screaming. The whole family was happy. Their hearts were burning with so much joy because this opportunity came to their lives. When we are praying, not always, but many times, we find that consolation from God. Sometimes we feel that this gospel, this passage from the scripture is speaking directly to us. There is something that is telling us, there is something that is connecting us with that gospel, with the word of God. Yes, there are moments of desolation. There are moments when we read the same gospel and we don't feel anything really. Oh, again, here we go, the disciples of Emmaus, Emmaus again. But there are other times when there is something that is burning, that there is something that the Lord is speaking to each one of us in a very direct and concrete way. What happened after they realized that their hearts are burning? They go. They run to Jerusalem. They go back to where the disciples were. They didn't care anymore if it was evening. Remember that they told Jesus, Oh Lord, stay with us. The day is almost gone. It's getting dark. No. When they recognize Jesus, they don't care anymore if it is dark, if it is night. They run. They go immediately. The gospel says, They said at once, they went back to Jerusalem because they, in their frustration, in their hopelessness, they had abandoned their community. Remember, all the disciples were trying to figure out, figure out what is happening. These women are saying that Jesus is risen. Peter went to the tomb and the tomb was empty. What is going on? Even when that is happening, these two disciples, they just went away. They left their community. They went on their own. They went into isolation. So now they're coming back. They are rejoining their community because in their community is where they are going to find the answers, where they are going to find their hope, the joy of their lives. That's why there are many people disappointed and frustrated that they cannot be here in the church. Because there is something about the community. Because there is something that we find when two or three people are joined in the name of Jesus Christ. Like you are joined, most of you are in family together this morning at home. It is in the community where we can find the joy and the hope that come from the Word of God and that comes from the breaking of the bread. And we hope that one day soon we will be able to be here again celebrating the Eucharist. But for now, you have your own community at home. You have your siblings, yeah, annoying sometimes. But some moments of joy will come. You might have your parents. You may have your friends with whom you Zoom every day or every two days. You may have your classmates that you have to study with them through the internet. 
We all have people who are around us and we need to reach out to them. If you are not reaching out to them, there are many people who we don't speak with in a long time. This is the moment. This is the moment to go back to the scriptures, to try to understand all the prophecies about Jesus, to try to fill our lives with the word of God. This is the moment to be with that community that the Lord has given us. And if it's not every day, if sometimes we get disappointed or frustrated with them, we recognize that there are beautiful moments when our hearts are burning when we are together. May the Lord help us, may the Lord give us the strength that we need during these days of quarantine. May the Lord help you and your families. May the Lord bless you and all your friends. Invite the Lord to stay with you. Stay with us, Lord, for the day is almost gone.